Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 381 for January 1st, 2023. Uh, apologies for not having any any podcast last week. Uh, I, I decided not to do a podcast and I made the effort to not tell Roe or Connor anything about it at all. Uh, <laughs> that was That's what happened. And I am joined, of course, by Andrew Roe McFain. I am here at the moment. And Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Bash. Ho, ho, ho. Merry New Year. And of course, I am your host, Nathan Reeton Spruth. Hey, Aroa, uh, Connor, mm-hmm. where can we find you guys? Uh, you can find us at aroa.website. And one of those links that I want to draw your attention to is the link for Clinton's Core Classics, the Rise of the Rune Lords First Edition Actual Play Podcast. And if you don't want to go to aroa.website to find it, you could find that anywhere fine podcasts are found. We're everywhere. We are. Why we haven't are, you started listening yet? We are everywhere. We actually, not here, not on the Reeton Entertainment podcast, but on the Clinton's Core Classics, we're doing all right. We're doing pretty good. Yeah. Spotify says we're on the top 10% of uh, people, uh, shows that are listened to for our, our category. What category is that? Uh, I, I, it's either role play or actual play, so... Depending on what it is, we could have a whole lot of different categories we're fighting for attention with. That's really cool. That's really cool. Uh, of course, you can find me, Nathan Reed and Spruth. I'm everywhere, uh, at Reeton, so at Reed on Twitter. And the big one is, you know, I'm, I'm on Twitch Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to nor- 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, and that's twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Go over there, give me a follow. Uh, you know, trying to get up to a thousand followers at some point in my life. That's my goal. Before I die, I would like a thousand followers on Twitch. I can't, I can't, you know, it's always like, oh, by the end, no, before I die, before I inevitably fall down a well or something, I would like to have a thousand followers on Twitch. Anyway, uh, hey, hey, Connor, since it, it appears that Aroa's busy, uh, what, I, instead of what games you played this week, I would like to know, we did this last year as well, what are your one or two favorite games of 2022? So I am prepared for this question. I'm just not prepared for this question like this second. So pardon me as I stall and get my list up. Okay, the the honorable mention that I gotta, I, I gotta bring it up is Space Station 13. Wow, what a fun engine. What a great storytelling tool. Um, I, I can't recommend it to people enough, and it seems like there have been a lot of new people, at least on the server, that I usually play on, so if you're looking for something to do, dip your toe into it. Um, Let me review my list and choose a couple of these, because I figured I'd be uh, just going over the list. Honorable mention to Majora's Mask, which is a very fun game to sequence break. Also, it gave me an excuse to pull out my 3DS again this year, which, having gone from the Switch to the Steam Deck, it was kind of nice to go backwards to something that you could still fit in your pocket. Yeah, yeah, that's always nice. Uh, I mean, you could just get some, like, cargo pants. <laughs> yeah, let me bust out the Jinko jeans again. <laughs> just, to, just to carry around your Steam Deck. 
Uh, and... I'm, I'm going to, to mention Cyberpunk 2077 again. I know that didn't come out this year, but it got fixed this year. That's and good. Apparently, uh, when I say this year, I mean last year. And apparently this year, there's going to be some DLC that's going to make things fun. So that'd be cool. Yeah, I think they, they said they were going to have a lot of DLC. And then it didn't perform quite as well as they were hoping. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. And so they have kind of pulled back and they're like, we're only going to release this. This is our last DLC and then we're going to move on to something else. So, and then as, as far as the games that are on my list here, the, the only one that I really want to mention is uh, Vampire Survivors. Holy oh, yeah. cow, is that game good for for the low, low price of like $2. I mean, we got it for free, but you could get it yourself for like $2. I can't recommend it enough. Hours of fun. Uh, it might be free on mobile too. So if you're, if you know, if you need to try it first, that might be more up your road. Uh, other than that, uh, Warhammer, Shadowrun, Pathfinder. Those are all tabletop games, though. They're, they're games. They're great games. <laughs> we talk about games on this podcast. We do. We do. And and a row. What are your one or two favorite games that you've played this year? I mean. I also got to put it out there for for Vampire Survivors, like that's without oh, a doubt. I, I would vote that as game of the year. Absolutely, that's good. Um, while the the gameplay may not be particularly complex, it has a surprising degree of depth for for how simple it is, and the level of replayability without being boring is incredible. Like, as somebody who drops games that are actually, like, you know, AAA, very engaging experiences after a few hours because I get bored. Like, Vampire Survivors, I have, uh, hold on, 75.5 hours in. Um, and I I have not even once considered the idea of, like, well, that's it. I'm never playing it again. Like, it's, it's it, it just fantastic um and i would say for for the the other thing that really surprised me uh of course i'm going to say sonic frontiers uh i was expecting that game to be shit i was expecting sonic 06 uh, again and i got something that was altogether different and a very just it felt like exactly how the developers were trying to market it uh, whenever it was on its way out uh, with saying that it, it feels like a new chapter in the Sonic franchise and definitively like the foundation of the rest of the series, at least for the next several years. Uh, I, I think it's an even... If, if it's not on par with the uh with the boost gameplay being a, a huge change for the series it it is a bigger paradigm shift than than what unleashed did for the series i am very excited to see where that where that takes them unleashed was the werehog one right right okay that, but that was also more importantly was the one where they introduced the the boost gameplay that I'm not a huge fan of, or at least I haven't been until I played Frontiers. Um, and then, of course, 
the soundtrack is fucking amazing. And even if you don't, even if you don't like Sonic games, you should at least peruse the soundtrack because Sonic games always have good soundtracks. Yeah, Sonic games are really. I I mean they're hit and miss, but I've I tend to like when I'm playing Sonic. Uh, even the bad ones, I'm like, okay, you know, the the standard gameplay is fun, and then I set it down, and I'm like, I have no desire to play that ever again. Well, and I have to disappear now. Okay, and I will talk to Connor for a little bit while Aroa uh, pretends to do his job. So Man, I, I I can't I can't crap talk Sonic. I've 100%ed both of the Sonic Adventure games on Steam. I love those games. I haven't played the new Sonic like. I know Aurora would always talk so great about it. It just doesn't really look like the kind of game that I would be interested in. You don't want you don't want Sonic as done by Ubisoft? No. <laughs> you just want you want you want the Sonic Adventure type gameplay. Son, the Sonic Adventure formula is pretty it like every zone kind of having like there were huge maps. You could go fast. You could do yeah. the things you want to do with Sonic. Sometimes the the map even works for you, and you don't just go flying for no reason. So, not all the time, but sometimes. So as I'm not, uh, I'm gonna pick a couple games to talk about, but I just want to say I have I've completed my goal. I was able to beat last night. So on Friday, I'm sorry I played without you. First it's, off, I, I beat you. I beat Halo Infinite by myself, uh, and I beat Marvel's Midnight Suns. So that brings the total games I've beaten this year up to 27. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just list the games. Uh, and then I'll tell you how many hours I played. And then you can judge me. Uh, so we got Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous, Mass hey, Effect. I'm playing that right now. Yep, Mass Effect, uh, God of War, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Fallout, the original Fallout, Weird West, Life is Strange, True Colors, Batman Arkham Knight, Warhammer 40k Space Marine. You like that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Trek to Yomi. Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. Vampire Swan Song. As Dusk Falls. Dying Light 2 Stay Human. Punch Out. Halo 3. Final Fantasy 4. Halo 3 ODST. Super Hot. Final Fantasy 5. Halo 4. Final Fantasy 6. Final Fantasy 12. Mass Effect 2, and of course, Halo Infinite, and Marvel's Midnight Suns. Total playtime, 639.5 hours, which ends up being around 26 days of gameplay. That's a lot of video. I'm not envious, I'm just jealous. I wish I could play that many video games. I'm (laughs) I'm happy my friend was able to get that much gaming in. Yeah, so uh, the games that I would like to talk about, one one game that surprised me, and I think it surprised you when we were when you were watching it, is uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that that game was way better than it should have been. Uh, we spoke about it on the podcast, but it was a it was a pretty good game, and it's like they took the Marvel Avengers formula that they they had set up with the live service. And then cut out all the live service stuff and just made it a really good single player game. Uh, That's pretty fair. Yeah, and I beat that game this year. I think it came out last year, but it still it was still really fun. I I enjoyed it, and the of of course one thing to say about Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, 
the movies and the game is that the soundtrack is pretty fucking awesome. Just a bunch yeah, of 80s music. Good. I, I know that you are probably a big fan of Midnight Suns. I, I didn't really like it that much. It was all right. I liked the combat. I didn't really care for the story of Midnight Sun. Um, sure, definitely. I, I, I think it was really weird. It's a really weird disconnect because I, I just wanted, you know, just I just wanted to do XCOM with, with Marvel characters. And they have that. A uh, little bit of card system stuff and all that jazz. But other than that, like, the the fact that you're creating, like, your own Mary Sue character... And like you're becoming like it's so weird to see Wolverine and you're like have a cutscene with Wolverine and he's like, Hey man, I haven't had a good friend like you in a long time and you're I'm like, dude, I just I just want you to kill things for me, okay? I I don't really wanna be your friend. I just wanna play the game. I just met um, you, Bub, but you're my favorite person in the whole world. Exactly. Uh, but I, but I would say Dying Light, my second game would probably be Dying Light 2 Stay Human. Um, that game was really fun. I, from what I understand, it's not as good as the first Dying Light game, but I never played the first Dying Light game. So Dying Light 2 is pretty good to me. They took Uh, out a lot of what people liked from Dying Light 1, mostly the customization. Yeah. And you can't like, they don't have any guns. Or uh, the crafting, more specifically, not customization. They they had crafting, but I guess it wasn't as in depth. It, it was significantly dumbed down. Yeah, and of course, I played uh, a bunch of Final Fantasy games that I had never played before. The only final, the only main series Final Fantasy game that I haven't beaten now is Final Fantasy Two. And as I said, I don't know if I'm going to beat that. It doesn't. Two is famously easy to beat because you can exploit. I, I want to say it's either it's defense system or it's darkness system. One of those two doesn't work right in that game. Mo- a lot of things don't work right in that game because it, it it just they they did like the old school or not old school, but they did like what they they ended up trying to do and they did it better in uh, Oblivion, I believe, where as you use things they level up. So the more you jump, your agility goes up in oblivion um and they did that with final fantasy 2 however they did it poorly where the best thing to do would be to just like smack on your teammates and then heal them and that will like raise your defense and your your healing capabilities well yeah you gotta spar before you're ready to go into a real battle yeah but you have to get into a real battle and then beat the crap out of your friends look adrenaline gets the the blood flowing the the thrill of the fight, the key to the moment, the final countdown, all of those 80s songs are basically yeah. about that one moment. Oh, okay. And I you know, of course I want to pat myself on the back that I was able to beat Mike Tyson in Pun- or Mr. Dream in Punch-Out. I was very happy about that cuz I it's a very difficult fight. I don't know if you've ever played and got to Mr. Dream or Mike Tyson, but it's it's a pain in the butt. It's what that is. No. I've never gotten that far. Fortunately, Punch Out was a little after my time. Yeah, I'm. I I played it when I was a kid, so I'm actually fairly competent at it. Not amazing, but I'm I'm competent. I can I can get through the game. We're gonna move on though, and we're gonna talk about some news stories. Uh, first things first, the FBI 
is advising all users to install ad blockers. This is from TechSpot. Uh, before we go into reading the story, uh, a while back, a long time ago, I had said that, you know, like I, for YouTube videos, I tend to disable ad block for YouTube, at least back in the day. And I have come to the point where I have enabled ad block for YouTube for one specific reason. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but they put way too many fucking ads in YouTube now. Mm hmm. It's pretty ridiculous. Like every like three minutes, they're like, we got a new ad. We got, or if you're like, you're watching a top 10 video, it's like every other, like it'll be like on 0. 0.8, 0. 0.6, 0. 0.4, there will be a new ad that's playing. And I'm like, guys, seriously, like, I don't want this to be like watching TV where we get an ad every few minutes. No, it's worse than television. Way worse. I I would still say it's not worse than television because TV tends to have longer ads still. So like you'll you'll go a few minutes in a, in television and it'll cut to like three minutes of ads and then cut back. It is nice that usually fifty percent of the time there's a skip button. Yeah. And uh, it's nice that you could choose the program that you're watching, at least, I suppose. Yeah, it's just it. So I I have to say that, like, while I, I don't like not supporting the creators, I, I think that the amount of ads that they have on YouTube is just ridiculous now. And it's, it's, it's OK. Annoying. Everyone has Patreon now. They'll live. I know they'll, they'll be fine. So. Uh, from this TechSpot story, it says here, ad blocking is perhaps one of the most controversial aspects of browsing the web today. Users agree that it declutters web pages, but they also deny ad revenue to many sites that need it, like us, <laughs> like TechSpot. However, law enforcement agencies admit that ad blocking also mitigates some security risks that online advertising introduces. So the FBI is like, hey, you know, if you want to get get away from these security risks, which we will talk about in a couple stories. Uh, you might want to enable ad block uh, because they're, they, sometimes people will put like malware in ads. Mm -hmm. um, and also like those pop-ups, remember pop-ups? Oh, those were annoying where they'd be like, Hey, you're the 1 millionth visitor to the site. Click on this button. Uh, it's really annoying. It says here users should only look for software on trusted sites. If you aren't sure whether you can find a software developer, developer's authentic websites, publications like TechSpot host verified safe downloads for a variety of programs. Uh, but yeah, so do you use Adblock? Are you, are you still on the Adblock train? I am still on the Adblock train. Sorry, YouTube videos that admittedly I don't watch that much anymore. I'm going ad-free. I wa I still watch YouTube videos. Um, I have uBlock Origin still. I do. I've thought about it. So on Plex, you can put a pre-roll video on Plex, and I've thought about putting a pre-roll video on my Plex to be like, "Hey guys, go and watch my Twitch. Make sure you're subscribed." But the only people who watch my Plex are, are you and Ash, so it might not work out that well. But yeah, so use Adblock if you're worried about, you know, people tracking you. I think it will, what, what's the Google one? Double click? Is that the big one that like, you'll like talk about, or you'll like search for something like, 
you know, oh, I, I'm looking um, for CD players or something. My and then, gut is saying it used to be AdSense, but it might be DoubleClick now. That sounds familiar too. I think, so AdSense is how they get paid. AdSense is how, like, if, if you're watching YouTube and they play an ad, AdSense is how the people get money. Okay. And, and then, then DoubleClick double, is that's the, the cookie ad promoting service. Yeah. Yeah. And what that'll do is it will, um, you know, track your search history. So if you look for a boom box or something, and then you'll see ads starting to come out for like, you're like scrolling through Facebook and it'll be like, Oh, we see you liked boom boxes. Do you want this boom box? And that's really annoying. I've, and they've got to track your text messages too, because I know I've messaged like our good pal roguish bard and we mentioned something about like boom boxes or something like that. I forget what it was. And then both of us started seeing ads for that particular thing we talked about. And I was like, that is fucking creepy. So it sure is weird living in the dystopia. Hey, yeah. are you okay? Is there like a bomb ticking off behind you? Uh that is an instant pot going off. Ah, <laughs> So yes, it is a bomb going off. Uh, we let's let's move on. Let's talk about. I think this is the one you brought up. We're gonna we're gonna do this a little out of order from what it says down below. Of course, you can find all the news stories we talked about down below. This is from Ars Technica. Um, LastPass, I believe, uh, is the yeah, one you yeah, yeah. you you spoke of. It's kind of goes in, kind of goes in with what we were talking about. There is a data breach. Yeah, we've known about this data breach uh, at least. The, the last pants has uh, disclosed it back in August. And back when they initially talked about it, they're like, don't worry about it. The passwords aren't gone. Encrypted passwords aren't gone. Personal info is not gone. Uh, it's just source code. And it turns out that that's all totally incorrect. Um, if, if readers want to actually read the article, they can go ahead and go to the link in the description of this video. But basically what it turns out is that... Um, company names, end usernames, billing addresses, email addresses, telephone numbers, and IP addresses that customers used as pass on have all been compromised. Awesome. Uh, hackers also have been able to obtain a copied backup of customer vault data and whatever in unencrypted data is there, such as like website URLs and encrypted data fields like website usernames and passwords, secure notes, and form field data. So... Long story short, if you use LastPass, chances are your data is gone. Not gone as in, you know, you don't have it anymore. Gone as in everyone has it anymore. Technically, it's more secure than it's ever been. <laughs> um, yes, you are correct. But but the thing is that I, I think I deleted my account. I'm not sure. When they've changed their policy a while back where it used to be that free users could have, you know, have it on their mobile devices and they could have it on uh their their desktop devices. And then a while back they decided, "Hey, we're going to change that so you can only have your access to your stuff on one device at a time." And I was like, "Well, that that's dumb. I don't want to pay $10 a month or whatever you're charging for this." So I moved on and I I copied all my data over to Bitwarden. And I believe I deleted my LastPass account. Um, and of, of course, I have changed lots of passwords since then. So hopefully nothing too bad happens with my, my data that might be out there. But 
this is also kind of like, hey, use two-factor authentication whenever you can as well. Don't yeah. like, yes, a password manager is really helpful, but if you can, having a, a form of two-factor authentication, whether it be SMS, which is not the best, um, or, or something like a Google Authenticator, at least having that second uh, factor of authentication will definitely help you in a situation like this where all your passwords might be gone and then you'll start, like every once in a while I get a random email that's like, hey, somebody's trying to log into your Google account. And I'm like, oh, well, thankfully I have two-factor on my phone and I can say, no, that wasn't me. Um, what type of, what, what's your favorite type of two-factor authentication? Uh, anything that generates a number based off of a seed that whatever the, the, the client service is using has that same seed. Like uh, like Google Authenticator, uh, Mobile Iron, I think, has something like uh, anything that's not just, I'm going to send you an email, okay? Okay, you said okay on the email, we're good. Yeah, I'm, it, that's... It's not enough anymore. SMS isn't great, but you are correct. Email... Like them emailing you and be like, "Hey, uh, not definitely not the best. Definitely, probably the worst." If um, somebody's already compromised that one account, chances are all of them are compromised. Yeah, I I think my favorite is um, one that costs money. It's it's a YubiKey. I really like YubiKeys. If you've ever used them, not personally. They are basically what you said, where it's a it's a seed but it's a physical object that you plug into your computer. And oh, then, yeah, okay, yeah. And then you can press a, there's like a button or a, a like a haptic switch in there and you tap it and it will uh, generate that code for you. We've used them uh, quite a bit when I worked at Facebook where in order to sign into the VPN, you'd have to use your YubiKey. And that was really helpful and, and way more secure because then it's just not only do they have to have like they can't intercept like the SMS message and they can't look at your email. And if your Google authenticator gets compromised, uh, which hopefully will never happen, but that, that could also be, you know, hacked as well. Or if somebody grabs your phone, but having that physical device that you have to plug into your computer just makes it that much more secure. Anyway. Uh, yeah. If, if you have LastPass, I would advise you to uh, go and, Change Updates all of your passwords, passwords. all right. of them, every, every password. Every single one. Uh, that sucks. It, it, this isn't necessarily something that the article brought up, but it is something I want to just... Hi, everyone. I'm, this, is, this is Connor with the Read and Entertainment Show. We've had some laughs today, but we want to get serious here for a moment. It's time to stop giving all of your information to services that you use. Yeah. The least that you can give them, the better. Um, I I think I'm going to genuinely be considering like guerrilla mail services in the future for services. Like, I it's just it's getting bad. I can't trust anything because everything feels like it's getting leaked nowadays. Yeah. Um. It it it's not. I mean, hackers are smart, right? Like, they're really really smart on how to how to do things. And also you can go to, have I been, is it, it's pwned, right? Have I, yeah, been, have pwned? I been pwned? Um, and you can put in your email address and see if you've been quote pwned. It'll um, tell you which passwords have been compromised and 
you know, if you've recognized one and you haven't updated your password on there in a while, maybe it's time to give it a shot. Oh no, my trillion account looks like it was it was compromised. Trillion. I'm, I'm sure you still use that one a lot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, oh no, my tout account. Do you even know what tout is? I don't know what tout is, no. It was TikTok before TikTok, basically. Oh, you mean Vine? Well, it was Vine after Vine, but TikTok before TikTok. Oh, no, Roll20 got compromised in 2018. Oh, shucks. Yeah. See what I mean? Like One that we actually use. Um, tout, so, thankfully, Tout is dead. And it was... um. Yeah, it it was heavily promoted by WWE for a little bit because I think they were an investor in it. But basically, it was just like short form, like you know, ten to ten second to a minute videos that you would post things to. Um, and yeah, that's that's funny. Anyway, I will. I'm gonna look through this, and I guess I have to go change some passwords. Anywho, we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about uh. This is when I saw I was I was just looking, you know, browsing my phone and I thought that this was hilarious. So we want to talk about it. See, that could be either of them. Yeah, uh, that's the toys that are left. It's true, but this one's the office space inspired one. Yeah. And apparently there's a guy who he's trying to skim some money from his company. Uh, this is actually from CNN.com. I think, is this the first time we've ever used a story from CNN? It's very our, possible. In our six years of doing podcasts? It's happened. Uh, We're finally getting the big sources. Yeah. Uh, so there was a person named, let me see if I can find his name. Oh, man. Erm Castro. His last name was Castro. We're going with that. Uh, Ermineldo Valdez Castro. Yeah. Uh, so Castro, 28, worked for an online retailer, Zoli. Zoli? Uh, Zolili. 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 Zolili, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, as a software engineer from December 2018 until he was fired in June of 2022, I assume. So he'd been there for a few years. Um, starting in the spring of 2022, he began editing Zolili's software code in ways that allowed him to steal from the company. Uh, going down, it says a OneNote document on. Ca- First off, if you're gonna, if you're gonna make things like this, don't write down your crimes, and especially don't write them down on your work laptop. But right. anyway, don't don't write them down on the release product. Yeah, it says a OneNote document on Ca- Castro's work laptop called Office Space Project was found through the investigation, and in it. A scheme to steal shipping fees was outlined. Um, so that I guess he was stealing some shipping fees. It says uh, the police report also notes the plot of the movie Office Space revolved around engineers who produced a plan to move uh, fractions of cents into personal bank accounts. Um, Castro was contacted by police and arrested on June 21st. On that date, he sp- so he worked there until. June. So he was fired in June. So it must have been fired after he found out or after the company found out what happened. So it says Castro was contacted by police and arrested on June 21st. 
On that date, he spoke with the detectives after being read his rights. During the interview, he confirmed that he named his scheme to steal uh, from Zalili after the movie Office Space. Uh, Castro also told authorities he placed orders for over 1,000 items that were shipped to his house and that they were part of a testing process that Zalili was aware about. But he claimed that there was a script that he was uh, supposed to that was supposed to run shortly thereafter that would essentially cancel the order and ensure the orders did not process. Actually, this is something that happens quite often. I've had friends who have designed websites for people, uh, like businesses, and they do like run orders, right? They'll like they need to test to make sure that the ordering system is working, and then afterwards they'll go there and cancel those orders. So that's not mm-hmm. a that's not really nefarious. Uh, the nefarious part was that he didn't actually cancel the orders. Um, so the quote here said he said the test orders would have been billed to a personal credit card, thus his cha- changing the items prices as to avoid incurring a large expense on his personal credit card. So uh, that is another thing that is often used where. Uh, like I had a friend who worked for the website designing and she was, she was building the website designing. I am, I'm good at grammar today, but she was designing a website. She put in a code, uh, created a coupon that would give 100% off the order, make the order and then cancel the order. That way she wasn't charged anything. And then um, he said he forgot to run the script. Therefore the orders actually shipped he admitted that he did not ever notify Zolili staff uh, of the orders being delivered. So he got the he got the stuff and then just didn't tell Zolili that the orders were there. When asked why he never returned the items to to Zolili, he said that once they fired him, his opinion was "fuck them." That is very fair. <laughs> No, I, I think he has a point, actually. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. That's <laughs> um, so yeah, he's probably getting put in jail for a while. Uh, on December twentieth, Daniel Satterberg, the prosecuting attorney for King County, filed charges of theft in the first degree and identif- uh, identity theft in the first degree in the Superior Court of Washington for King County, says Cast uh, against Castro. As of Friday afternoon, the King County Superior Court Clerk Office website did not list an attorney for Castro. So, I mean, he's a software engineer, smart guy, was able to get all... He got away with it for like four years. Right. It's... I I think the correct thing to do here is lawyer up and be like, obviously there wasn't a supervisor like overwatching this project. Obviously they weren't invested in this lost capital. Like... Any logical project manager should make a program like a a product that's essentially a dummy product, and you test with that. Why are you testing with actual collateral unless you don't actually care about that collateral? I also wonder what Zalili sells. Mm, let's find out. It's a, it's, a, it's a bit of everything. Uh, I'm just looking here. It looks like they sell electronics. Uh, on the front page, they sell um, shoes and uh workout stuff so it's like amazon they sell they sell a bit of everything zulily go fun shopping save big yeah yeah i mean it's probably it's probably fine probably a fine place to work but uh yeah i am 
I just I like that this this happened, and the the whole reason I wanted to talk about this was because of that last quote where it says, "And his opinion was fuck him." He has a very good point. Like, if you're gonna fire someone, and you haven't you haven't like confirmed the status of that project, that project is now kind of on the responsibility of whoever like is the firing manager. No. Yeah, I also wonder how, like, he had a thousand items. I wonder what, that's a lot of packages to arrive at your house. It says that they do, like, bulk sales and shipping, so they probably have all this stuff just sitting on a, like, a, a, a skip waiting to get sent out. That's fair. And then, yeah, for, for a couple of months, whoever his landlord one was like, what the hell, what am I supposed to do with all this? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, don't, don't steal from companies. Well, don't steal large items from companies or or three hundred thousand dollars from companies. Don't um, steal in bulk. Yeah, like as I we mean, always say at the Eaton Entertainment <laughs> Channel, yeah, steal yeah. in moderation. Steal when you're not going to get caught. And and to be fair, if he would have, if he would have been smarter about this, he might have been able to. Like, if he would have left in like 2021, and like disabled what like cleared everything off of his computer and cleared that code he might have got away with it i think that's another a big thing if you are stealing like this uh, a lot of people get greedy and they just continue going on uh with with the scheme instead of being like all right i made a hundred thousand dollars off this scheme uh i'm out they just say hey i haven't been caught yet which means i'm not going to get caught at all and so I mean, he probably... How many people actually do get away with this yearly, though? Probably uh, a lot. Probably a lot, yeah. It's usually people who could probably control their vice, like... And you're absolutely right. People who get a rush from, like, bumming something from work or whatever, like... You gotta, like, take your wins when you can get them. You can't, you can't manipulate the system and take thousands of products. No, and we've spoken about it before, like... Uh, I don't know if we've spoken on the podcast, but but being IT, like you know, adapters and stuff just mysteriously arrive at our house. I don't know how it happens, uh, but uh, like sometimes we need a charging cable, and that ends up in our backpack. But you know, that's the company knows that. Like, okay, you're gonna if you're IT, you're gonna need an HDMI cable, so you take that from the storage room. Don't steal like. Hundreds of thousands of like I'm not gonna be able to grab a MacBook and just throw it in my bag and walk out. Uh, no matter how I much I want have, to. I for one, as a security guy, have never needed an HDMI cable. I have an I have a tote full of just cables. Just I'm, I'm mad. I'll, I'll never use them. I'll probably end up throwing them away someday. But if if someone needs an HDMI cable, come to me. I'm your boy. Yeah, I've had I've had times where I've had like roommates come to me and be me and be like, Hey, do you have this obscure cable? And I'm like, no, why would I actually? Yeah. Let me, uh, let me go check. <laughs> and then I like five minutes later, I'm like, here you go. So yeah, I, I also have just tons of cables laying around. Anyway, we're going to move on to our last story. Um, is this another one you brought up or was it Aroa? This is the one that Aroa brought up, but it does make me laugh just as hard as the previous story did. Good. So talking about money uh, being st stolen, we're talking about stolen. I don't know. Um, Epic Games, maker of Fortnite, to pay five hundred twenty million dollars to resolve an FTC allegation. 
Uh, did you actually read through the story? Because I can say I didn't. I did not. I could say that I did not, and I was hoping a row would hold our hand as we go through it. But now we get to read it for the first time live in front of the audience. That's uh, uh, that's the the general rule of here at at Reading Entertainment, as is tradition. We read the stories the day of. The short, the short version of the story is. FTC has ruled that Fortnite has violated the Online Protections for Children uh, Act. I don't know what the name of the act is. And tricked players into making unintended purchases, which is oh. bad. Gummy. Yeah, that sounds that's that sounds about right. Like it is a. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say it. It's tricksy, but I would say that it is. It is a marketplace that I could see kids being like, oh, I just want to pay. You know, I just want to buy this. Uh, about 10 years ago now. I oh, used to... it, it takes 20,000 points to buy a character. And the most you could purchase is 18,000 coins. <sighs> and then you have to it's... buy two sets and then you have more left over. Anyway, um, I about 10 years ago, I was living with my sister. And my nephew had a cell phone and for some reason she had had, she had added her debit card to his cell phone and he was eight at the time. So he was playing some games on his phone and he died in the game and he was like, well, I want more lives. And so he's ended up spending like $45 on this one game, just buying lives. And my sister found out and she texted me and she's like, Hey, Take nephew's, or, or actually, she called me, and she's like, "Hey, take nephew's phone, and he doesn't get it anymore for a while." And I was like, "Okay." And she told me what happened, and he came home, and he's like, "Hey, where's my phone?" And I just looked at him and I'm like, "No, you you don't get your phone right now." And he just looked at me like that oh shit look, <laughs> like he knew what was going on. Um. And my sister, thankfully, had time to cool down before she came home, because otherwise I wouldn't have a nephew anymore. And, um, yeah, I could see kids doing that with Fortnite, right? Like, my nephew knew what he was doing. He knew he was spending money. But I could see kids who just don't get it. Like, they're just playing, like, they could be playing on their, um, their parents' account or they could just be playing on their computer and be like, oh, I just want to... Man, that that Goku skin is really cool. I'm just going to buy that. And then, boom. They, they've spent 20 to 40 bucks on a character skin. This uh, is kind of a non sequitur. It reminds me of a time back in high school, hanging out with a buddy, and we're like talking about a movie. He goes to Amazon, and he just buys the movie so he could watch it. And it's like, that was... 22 bucks I, I i you didn't ask anyone you just kind of did that is that okay it's like if you're in a situation where you can just impulsively buy movies like that good power on you but like you were saying a kid might not care that might just be someone's problem for the end of the month a kid not, might, might not care or a kid might not know too like both, I, both are equally as destructive potentially and yeah in this case that's why fortnite's getting fined yeah, I would like I would like to say that most kids would understand that they're spending money and that they shouldn't. 
but there i'm sure there are people uh who grew up in situations not like ours because i'm i'm pretty sure we grew up at least in similar uh wepo situations where yeah. we didn't have a lot of money and so we always thought about like if we went to the store like how much is this going to cost um or thankfully we didn't really have to i definitely didn't have to deal with online purchases as much when i was a kid because we didn't have online purchases when i was a kid you are younger than i did i am but i'm sure you were still in the situation where you knew that things cost money and that we didn't you didn't have a lot of money right you, you'd get like one dlc pack for halo a year yeah and maybe the map pack for call of duty for every other year yeah other than that you didn't really need to make online purchases now it's like oh, you played for 45 minutes give us ten dollars yeah and and so i could also see like people who were aren't in our situation so they they've they kind of have more middle class or upper middle class families where they're just like hey you know my parents have money and i'm going to spend that or they don't even think about it when they when they press that button to get that new goku skin or whatnot and i don't and i could see that being why the ftc is charging them half a billion dollars uh for for this which is probably nothing to epic anyway listen when every fortnite dance is 9.99 you're gonna make a lot of money is it i have no idea how much a fortnite no dance is. I, I i'm not anywhere near that environment i have absolutely no idea anyway uh that's a that's a, our that's our show for the day and i think aroa left I'm he not sure. sounded like he had some things to deal with so we uh we love and forgive aroa and and yeah we we th- thank you for being here aroa if you're still here sounds like he is off uh fixing some issues with his work so we'll be back he'll be back next week hopefully where we can actually you know talk to him and and hear the kitty purr I want to thank you for being here, Connor. I was here. It was a pleasant conversation. Yeah, and we'll be back next week talking about more stuff. Everybody have a good New Year. Everybody, you know, do your resolutions or whatever. I didn't make any resolutions. Did you make a resolution? Uh, if you need a New Year's an excuse to start improving yourself, you're an asshole. Just do it. <laughs> All right. Just th- do it. I will be, be less Don't of an asshole this year. dreams be dreams. I, I will I will buy Twitter this year. Thankfully the stock is dropping. I might be able to afford it here soon. Anyway, I will I will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.